it's called multi model single ticketing so what we are trying to do is we are trying to make that multi model a journey from a point a to point b in the form of a single ticket so that means that you don't really have to have first the hassle to jump from one app to another app or to book rides and tickets in three phases like first mile middle mile last mile you don't have to do that. just take one single ticket and you have a qr along with it right just keep showing the qr and just keep scanning it and keep basically finishing your journey hi smart community friends in this episode of the smart community podcast i have a fascinating conversation with mona lisha takor the co-founder and cmo at tumok tumok is india's first multimodal transport app that provides accurate real-time public transport information, easy ticketing options, and last-mile connectivity. In this episode, Mona Leisha tells us about her varied background in music and sales and the problems she encountered commuting on public transport over the years that got her thinking about digitization and solutions. We talk about what smart community means to Mona Leisha and why everyone should have access to convenience and time-saving transport options, not just the wealthy. Mona Leisha tells us about the journey of starting Tumok, how the multimodal ticket system works for users, and the huge feat behind the digitization of a whole transit network. We finish our chat discussing the emerging trend of making public transport users aware of the sustainability impacts they're making by green commuting and what's next for Tumok. As always, we hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Welcome to the smart community, smart regions, smart towns, and smart cities. It's where we live, work, and play with smart communities. The future starts today. Big data, smart mobility, emerging trends galore. The Smart Community Podcast is what you're looking for. Hello, Manalisha. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing good, Zoe. How are things with you? <laughs> really well. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. So let's just jump straight in. And can you tell us about your background and what you're passionate about? Okay, so coming from a family of doctors and lawyers, I've always been somebody who was the dark horse, like never did anything straight, you can say. So I mean, coming from the fact that from very young age, I started uh, Semi-classical singing, I was, I used to do that for All India Radio, Vivid Bharati. Throughout my college, like throughout my schooling, I did that. Then, so that was the time I prepared for medicine for a while, but I was not in general. So then I was like, let's just chuck it off and get into the normal uh, engineering. When I was doing my master's, my master's was into marketing and ops, um, you know. I got through HCL, it was a campus placement again, the first company I sat for. It's a very uh, big uh, conglomerate here in India. And uh, that was a very interesting phase. I was all, I was actually the first salesperson in my entire family. I still remember my parents, they always used to say to people that, you know, she is into marketing. And I was always to correct them that, guys, I'm not into marketing, I'm into sales. Because, I mean, you know, it's a different, like, people are not able to understand the difference. But I was like, you know what, no, no, I'm not a marketing person. I'm an absolute what tech salesperson. I was into sales. I was into sales. So in order visual, you have. So I have uh, worked with brands like Harman, JBL, Cartman. I was there for half seven years. I have worked with Christie. They are into all the cinema halls, the PBRs, and the annexes that you see. 
the, the, the technology. Yeah, technology. Yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm an almost a decade plus into sales. Great career. I've got some amazing friends from there who has been supporting me throughout the journey even now. So, yeah, I mean, this is how it has been. And um, in the whole journey, what really happened was uh, in the first early part of my journey as into sales, commute was a big problem. Like, you know, you will always be all over the place. And coming from middle class family, having a basic amenity, and I was always somebody who was very self-sufficient, right? So I will not, never go and ask my father to get me a scooty or, you know, a car or anything. I'll get it by myself. Now, because whatever I was earning, I had my things to be taken care of. The best mode for me to travel was public transport. So buses here in Bangalore, like I was placed here in Bangalore. So they, they were the easiest mode. Also in my entire entering and, you know, schooling and my entire education, bus and metros, you know, you know uh, the trains were always a basic part of my whole travel. But along the way, I realized that in India as a country, you know, where everything is progressing, I am progressing, you are progressing, everyone else is progressing. We are the Silicon Valley of the next Silicon Valley, I can put it like this, Bangalore, the Silicon Valley of India. But when it comes to the tech of commuting or the way people transport, it is pretty much the same how it was 20 years back. Like when I was a kid till now, there is nothing much that has changed except the, you know, the, that we have AC and non-AC buses and we have the EV and non-EV vehicles, right? So digitization was a big problem. Having changes like, right? I mean, now that you have UPI, you can do the payments, right? But I'm talking seven years back. So when these problems were something, you know, which was constantly, you know, being faced upon, it just made me realize that, uh, you know, this is something there is an elephant in the room, but nobody wants to talk about it. And this is not something like with a lot of wow factor, I can put it like that, or maybe an X factor. It's like water. There was a very good analogy that my, uh, you know, one of the MBA professors taught us, and it was about, you know, comparing water with diamond, right? So water is something which you need every day. But you're not willing to pay thousand bucks for that. You'll be like, what? Just give me a 20 bucks and it's just water, right? But you need it the most. As compared to diamond, you will not even blink your eyes twice if I tell you that, you know, you have to pay 100K. So it is as basic as that. So coming to the point that this has been a problem, that you know, it has been a hassle for a very long time. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's not something which has a wow factor or an X factor that, okay, this is great. But then, yeah, I mean, somebody has to do something about it other than really sitting and bragging and blaming the government, the people, the stuff. Why don't you basically go and work on that? So that's what exactly we did. And yeah, yeah so <laughs> cut to seven years, uh, six and a half, seven years now. I mean, uh, glad to tell you that uh, to mock being India's first multimodal patented platform, we are right now live in 20 cities in India, uh, 3 million users across all the cities. We are doing a lot of, there's a lot of growth that is, you know, constantly going on. I mean, that's where it is. <laughs> yeah, no, cool. I'm looking forward to diving into that. And I guess to explain a little bit how we met, I was hosting an award uh, ceremony for Move Me Empowerism, uh, which is a fantastic program. We'll put the link in the show notes. But Monalisha and her company uh, were the spotlight participant so applicant participant and so we're selected for the spotlight which basically means that you're doing amazing stuff um and uh really powering on and advancing in this space and yeah i loved i love being part of it and i loved meeting all of you as well because uh it really goes to show women in tech and not just women in tech but like solving these real problems for real people which is really important and i love that 
so yeah, that's how we we met, and yeah, it's been it's been great to follow the journey. I do want to. We're going to dive into it um, in more detail because uh, yeah, I'm excited for the listeners to hear about it as well. But let's we'll go broad first, and because uh, we're on the Smart Community podcast. So for you, what is a smart community? Uh, so for me, smart community is uh, you know when you say smart, you smart work or you know anything like that. So what you really mean is the intent of getting things done faster, right? Or having the result faster, the outcome should be faster. Whatever you want to achieve out of it should be faster. Now in India, if you see the smart community or anyway smart community in general for like with whatever work that I have been doing, is to get that ease to the masses of the country. Something that has been missing, right? When you say ease, uh, I would say it was something that was confined to the MOD players, like you know the, those who use it, right? The Olas and the Ubers and the people who are having their own vehicle. Uh, the convenience was confined to them for the 75 to 80 million users of India, right, who, who use public transport on a daily basis. For them, they have to take a choice. Either they can have money, they can save money or they can save time. So the third option of convenience was never there for them. I mean, they just had two options. If you choose money, because they are all lower middle class people, most of them are blue collar employees. They are daily wage laborers, right? They are people who work at a very, very bare minimum wages, right? So for them, that single penny of saving is much more, you know, important than like, you know, they, they would rather do that. They would rather start their day at five o'clock in the morning to reach their office at nine because they have to take a local train, right? Then to think of having a convenience or even a time, saving time for that matter, right? So for me, it was the fact that why can't they have the same thing? Why can't a convenience as an option or smart community as an option be given to them? right they also deserve uh, convenience as much as you and you and me like we, we do it right so this is and that is exactly what uh, you know transit platforms do it they, they make it easy for them now they can also have the convenience they let them they, they can also have the convenience to pre-plan their whole trip so that instead of getting up at five o'clock he can actually take you know an hour sleep more because he knows that there is someone else who's there working for him planning his own trip making sure that he reaches his office on time and then coming back to home, he doesn't really have to hustle another two hours to basically reach home. You know, he can actually have those two hours to play with his kid and be a part of, you know, whatever family function he wants to. There is someone else doing that for him. So this is exactly the intent with which the whole thing has been done. And uh, this is what smart communities is for me. That mm. when you say the smart and when you say the community, the community should not be just confined to one particular set of people. It should be global. I really like what you said. It's like um, they serve the same amount of convenience, whether you're taking a bus or, you know, and I think that's really important and leveling that playing field, right, and thinking about, well, yeah, that's a really big problem for a lot of people. And so what data, well, what technology, not necessarily just technology, but what solutions and technology will be a tool and, and, you know, it's involved in that can actually help to achieve that and, and, you know, solving that real problem, like it coming at it from the problem first. So I think that's, that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So because, you know, I mean, uh, especially, you know, women, I can, you know, put it like this, that, you know, especially women, the working women, right? Because to make sure that their kids leave for school at, let's say seven o'clock in the morning. So they have to be up at five to make sure that the, that the breakfast is made, that the, you know, the lunch boxes are packed. And then they have to prepare for their own thing. And then they have to reach the office in time. Then again, so it's like a daily hassle. It's like a daily thing. 
So uh, one thing I'm really grateful of uh, the folks in India is for the fact that they have actually understood the problems that they were going through. So a lot of products like there's a lot of companies like Dunzo for that matter. So, you know, there's something called hyper-local delivery. So, you know, from here to, from home to office, the fresh cooked food, there's a cook, let's say the cook comes at 10, right? So the, the cook can cook the food at just that you just have to book a delivery and the person is going to deliver the food at the kid's school at, let's say, 12. So the kid is getting a hot food. The mother can take that two hours of sleep, right? And even she can get a, a hot food at whatever time that she's having lunch. Something which is as basic as that, right? Don't you think that is beautiful? I personally find it very, uh, I think if that one smile you're able to give to the user, right? I mean, that it just changes the whole perspective. I mean, I can just go on and on, Zoe, because of that. Because, you know, when, for example, Bangalore, we also launched, in fact, digitized the biggest um, a bus transport authority of the country, which is BMTC in Bangalore. They're India's biggest. And uh, when we did the whole process, it took us some time to do that. And, you know, along the way, obviously, there are some hiccups. Uh, your server crashes, you have to go back to the whole thing. You know, uh, it takes some time, maybe an hour or so to get things back into place. You will not believe of the amount of love and affection that we got from these users. They were like, guys, don't worry, we are here. It's okay, we'll just pay for an, an, an you know, additional, like I've obviously booked a ticket from your app, but it's not working now, it's okay. I'll let that 100 bucks go, but don't pressurize yourself, work and get this done. So this is how, you know, these are very small, small things. You know, when someone tries to put something, you know, uh, something, a negative comment uh, around to walk, you should see, you know, I'm, I mean, I would love to share. I, I can actually tell Ikra to go and share those comments of the users that they are the first ones. Like, how can you say that? You don't know how they have changed our lives. Mm-hmm. There are mothers who are telling us that now, you know, I used to be worried about when my daughter is going to come from school or college because I don't know. Now I know. Now imagine it's a very small thing, right? Now she knows she can track the kid. She knows that where is the kid she has taken from the college. She has taken this particular bus. She's about to reach in another 15 minutes of time. So she is very happy and relaxed at home, knowing that the kid is coming to, you know, home on time. So the very small, small thing that you don't do, you don't even think that, you know, about the impact that is going to create. But the love just keeps pouring in. And I think that's what just helps us just keep moving. You know, and just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. No, um, thanks for sharing some of those. I think like those little comments, and I know like uh, something you talked about when we did the award ceremony as well, because you, you gave a presentation, it was really, I guess, heartwarming to see those comments um, coming through and, and, you know, your supporters, but that you not just, and it's not like necessarily your supporters, but the fact that they are your supporters because they've gotten something from the, the service as well. Yeah. But yeah. I want to I want to rewind a little bit for people that don't know about Tumok. So if you can if you can give us the one hundred and one and yeah, tell us a little bit about your journey as well. Like we've heard from you know where you started, but obviously you you decided to start a startup, which you know is a wild thing to do, of course. So tell us a little bit about your journey and also the one hundred and one on Tumok as well. Of course. So as I mentioned earlier, that you know a major part of the earlier careers of my life or the early part of my life. I have been an avid public transport user. So, you know, going through the problems on a daily basis, obviously it is there that, that at somewhere at the back of your head, okay, this is a problem. And I have always been somebody, you know, who takes, uh, you know, the first mover you can say, I always take something to be solved on, on my own. That has also been on a trade of mine that not to wait for someone else to do it for me, I would rather do it myself. 
so that was the second trait the third thing that actually happened was um, i was expecting and uh, you know what there's certain incidents that happened that kind of make you that give you that trigger that okay there has to be something to be done about it and it just keeps on happening the time you actually do something from that maybe you know it just makes me feel that you know maybe i was born to do it you know something like that maybe you know, i don't know if, if you you believe in that part of spirituality but uh, there's something that i very strongly feel that we all are here for a certain purpose and uh, yeah so this is exactly what happened uh, i was expecting and we both were into sales and hiran mai uh, the fellow co-founder and my husband he was traveling at that time and every day i had to take metros now from the first mile i was a healthy person so i used to walk that's not a problem the, the problem was the last mile like you take metro you reach the point b and from there to my home was around one and a half miles and that, that it was a daily hassle you know to take the last mile and this is just random but it was hardly like if, if i go with the calculation it will be like 30 bucks but nobody would charge more than 100 or 150 looking at my condition because they knew this lady needs it so one day i basically asked one of the i just you know i, I you know i just asked them that why you guys do it daily with me it's just so near why you charge guys charge so crazy and they said that if it's so near why don't you walk and i walked that day it's <laughs> like okay fine i'll walk today and along the way obviously you 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 know you are 8 plus months your back is killing you you're crying on the way all that was happening but i was just thinking this also that i'm sure that this is not just me i'm sure it has happened with a lot of other folks also and this was like the first time it really hits you hard like okay this is a problem and i think 6 months aunt landan again hiran mai was not keeping well uh, he was down with dengue and the poor guy i don't know how to drive so he had to drive himself off now the the hospital was what one and a half kilometers now the mot players like olas and ubers the drivers used to cancel this small like one till, till a mile or two two and a half kilometers right because it, they they were not getting much out of it there right so it's like then for that last mile thing it was always a challenge so i was not getting a cab i i didn't know how to drive and so that poor guy he had to drive himself off he was puking and driving puking and driving the only thing i could do was you know sit next to him and get him admitted that's all i was i remember praying my all the way to the hospital <laughs> hoping that you know he reaches there then the next challenge was i had a small kid at home right my daughter priyangi and then i had to basically come home feed her go back be with hiran mai then again so again that was a hassle because same one and a half kilometers i was not getting cabs i was not getting autos and it was a constant hassle i those 6 days 7 days were like really difficult and this happened again after 6 months till the time i was like i had to really put my foot down i remember going to hiran mai was in icu was like hiran mai we need to do something out of this i don't know how we are going to do it and he just looked at me smiling and said let me just first come out of icu you know <laughs> i mean i'm just saying i'm like yeah you're right <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah so this is how the journey started and uh, uh, the third co-founder which is narayan he's the guy behind the tech and the product in fact in fact the patent that we have got granted has been written by narayan uh, you know mostly and then supported by uh, hiran mai as you know the feedback and all the documentation so these are the folks you know so narayan is from mumbai and mumbai is like one of the most busiest cities of india and their locals uh, trains which basically you know it's, so mumbai is a city is a long city it's not wide so that is the reason locals the local trains are the ones you know they are called to be the heart of mumbai 
and they carry every day 50 lakh you know people on an average daily travel from one part of mumbai to another part of mumbai to you know basically work so you can understand you know the the, the numbers that i'm talking here is crazy and he was also one of the users so he also knew the problems and the challenges and cut to 30 years 35 years 30 years back when he used till now it is still the same you don't have much of a digitization there as well so he could really you know relate to the problems the challenges that we're talking about and it's like okay count me in you know so this is how the whole journey started now we we formed the company all that happened but coming from middle class family right we were not born with a silver spoon right so somebody had to take the responsibility to basically make sure that the family is fed uh you know the company is running so it was me sales right so you get your incentives and all right so these two folks they absolutely jumped completely into it while i continued to work along with you know you know as in a full time uh, making sure that the company that the company is bootstrap uh properly funded you know this actually got strengthened also by the fact that i remember when we are actually trying to raise funds in the early years somebody one of the very uh, big investor he actually quoted that that do you really believe in the product that you're working on and we said yes absolutely i'm sure even you know this is the need then he said that if you really believe in the product that you have why don't you put your own money into it i was like okay <laughs> coming from the horse's mouth let's do it so yeah i mean that's what we did uh, did that for four and a half years uh, you know kept on uh, putting money in the company helping in the basic marketing activities while these folks were absolutely into it full time and yeah i mean uh, after four and a half years slowly slowly we started getting investments from outside lot of government grants uh, we were startup india the first startup india awards we were actually the, the runner ups from which was organized by government of india we are startup karnataka uh, you know awardees as well uh, wri we have got twice awarded from them so yeah i mean these were the few the accolades that actually came along the way also along the way we realized that you know when the when we started the first product it was called biker that was into first and last mile connectivity something the product that we had immediately seen right from from your home to metro station metro station to your home or from a bus stand to your home so that's how we started with we started in two locations in bangalore and hyderabad but along the way we realized that by the time we started we had olas and ubers also who got into it then we had like 10 other folks who also who had come into it so we realize that you know i mean it comes to a point where you know as a business you have to take a decision whether you know you want to really understand the changes and what is it that you want to do like you know either you want to become an ops company or you want to become a product company so it was a decision that we had to take and we decided to be the product company other than you know being an ops right and that's how the product got upscaled we pivoted from biker to tuwok which was an ecosystem enabler a transit platform uh, where the best like what we thought was like olas and ubers are already the masters and and you know they are the best in their game so instead of you know us basically fighting with them and you know they are beating us we are beating it does not make really any sense so other than that if we became that ecosystem enabler of a transit industry in india which is actually not there anyways so that you know we can bring them as well here in the platform they are the best let them do the best the work uh get the transit agencies like metros buses and the players right? and and you know so that that the normal user he doesn't really have to go to five different places right 
he just wants to travel he just like so why he has to go to five different apps or five different different platforms let him be the one to decide that okay i want to take a bus i want to take a metro or i want to take an ola an uber or whatever like it's it's up to him so this is yeah. exactly what we did yeah so if i'm a user of tumok so i'm in where would i be standing if i'm in india somewhere where would i be what's the biggest city by in mumbai you in mumbai no i'm yes. in bangalore but you're in bangalore yeah like yes yes okay, so i'm in bangalore <laughs> and we're about to hang out and I'm like oh, I'm going to go visit Mona Lisa how would I be a user of Tumok so the first thing that you do you have to do is open, open the app mm-hmm. and it will auto detect your source like where exactly you are and uh, you have to put a destination if you want to change the, the the source you know that also can be changed another very interesting uh, feature is that once you're in bangalore right and we are live in 20 cities so even though like when my my phone number is is from bangalore the moment i reach delhi it automatically takes the location of delhi and uh, all the transit options of delhi actually automatically comes on the map so i don't really have to physically go and change my location it starts from there so okay now i have put a source that is auto fetch destination is there so the moment i click go it gives me all the fastest you know uh, and cheapest options which is available from here to point b how to basically travel now there you have uh, in the top you have many options like you have multi modes if you want to you know choose you are fine with multi modes like you have mod you have you know stas various form like your buses and metros and first and last mile combined that is called multi mode or you want to only choose bus or only metro it is like something which is absolutely or only like mod player so you have a choice there are icons at the top you can choose one of those and the moment you choose that you know you get all the options ideally the the one at the top is the one which is the fastest and obviously that that's how it becomes the cheapest as well because you know uh, you know it's the smartest way to travel so once you click on that you will you will get that how from here you going to reach, reach to the nearest let's say you choose bus as your mode of transport so from here which is the nearest bus stop how how are you going to reach there you can book a rapido out there the rapido will make sure you know that you reaches there you you reach there on time also there you will get to know what is the et of the buses which is basically coming like wherever you have to go you will start seeing that these are the five different bus options which is there right and let's say if, if whichever bus you click at that moment you will know that where exactly is that bus the exact location so that you know that with the time that of 5 minutes i i have in fact the app itself is smarter than to tell you that you know if you if you start now out of these buses this is the one which you are probably going to you know basically get so it will make sure that you reach that place on time and the bus comes in the next 5 or 10 minutes of time in case that bus is getting late you will again get a notification saying that hey it's stuck in a traffic signal why don't you take another option there's another one which is coming which is going so you will get that option as well and then you take the bus you have taken your daily tickets or daily passes you go you have a qr system in all the buses 8000 buses in bangalore all of them have tumok qrs so you just go and scan your ticket you are good to go you finish your whole ride you get down in the last mile if you have uh, you know have to walk you can walk or you can take a, a rapido right now or quick ride and depending on the distance it basically gives you the option and you choose what's a quick ride what's what's this the last so, uh, mile rapido is 
So Rapido is a unicorn from India. They are so they are our first partners. So they are into autos and bikes for the first mm-hmm. and last mile connectivity. They are into like point to point, but we use them as a first and last mile partner for these two options. Quick Ride is an EV based car uh, sharing platform. So you have bike sharing, you have car sharing, and they also have their own individual EV cars as well. So let's say you know the distance is longer, and you know you want to take a ride, so you can do that as well. We're also right now talking to Zoom Car, uh, another uh, very interesting startup from Bangalore. They are into you know uh, they actually so initially when they started they had their own vehicle and you can basically rent that vehicle. Let's say you are coming here for the first time in India and you know it, obviously you'll not either you can you have to use Olas and Ubers or you can take a car as a rental for like say five or ten days of time. But initially they used to have their own cars. Now uh, it's a car rental service. So like let's say I I have a car which is like keeping being there for a long time. I'm not using it, so I'll just put it there as a listing. So you can use that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are also in talks with Blue Smart. So that's why. So the whole idea here is to give the user an options and offers. Like you know, we have five options for you to basically choose along with your walk as well, of course, so that you basically are able to. Cover your first mile and the last mile because the problem with you know with all these MOD players is that they always pick you from the source to the destination. There are no miles involved, right? There's no first and last mile. Mm-hmm. But and I think that is along because of that we actually also became lazy along the way. Like I'm talking about the people like us, the folks like us who are lured into MOD players. You know, we use I'm, and I'm an active consumer myself as well. So uh, that the first and last mile that you know that that has always been a challenge. Like okay, you know, from my home, how how I'm going to reach to the nearest metro station or the nearest bus stop or mm-hmm. that, right? And will I be able to reach on time? Will I be able to catch my metro on time? Who's going to tell me that, right? Mm-hmm. So this is how it works. Yeah. So this is a very interesting concept that I would want to talk of the patent that we have filed. It's called multi-model single ticketing. That means now that you are here, now you know. So what we are trying to do is we are trying to make that multi-model journey, you know, from the point A to point B in the form of a single ticket. So that means that you don't really have to have have to have first the hassle to jump from one app to another app, or to book uh, rides and tickets like in like three phases, like first mile, middle mile, last mile. You don't have to do that. Just take one single ticket, and you have a QR along with it, right? Just keep showing the QR and just keep scanning it and keep basically finishing your journey. Yeah, cool. So basically, you integrate this with the like the transit agency, so you can use a whole range of different modes. So can you use rideshare and stuff like that as well as part of this ticket, or is that separate? Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. it's like a multi-model transit platform, like City Mappers. You know, you have City Mappers, you have Movits, right? So you basically, the so first thing that you get give you get is the you know uh, public transit information like discovery of transit information along your city, how you're going to plan your journey. So the first feature itself is plan my trip. So you want to go from one place to another place. That app is going to plan your entire trip in a very smart way, which starts from the fastest and cheapest and goes with you know. I mean, it just keeps adding to the number of uh, you know modes and as you go ahead and time and obviously money as well. And once you click on that, you are able to book your all the miles. Either you can have go through a single ticket, or you can have individual tickets. Like you know, you can have Rapido, you can have a bus if you have chosen a bus or a metro, or you can have multi modes as well, right? And the last part is ticketing and tracking. Like you can track that as well. Like where is my bus? You know, 
how long is my bus going to take to reach? If, if that bus is late, then what is the other option that I have? Right? Where is my metro? Uh, if that metro is coming, so if I have reached one place, estimated like five minutes I have, so will I be able to get another, let's say, a, an auto or a bike or a cab reach the airport? Something as, you know, so, mm. so, this, so basically we're trying to make the whole thing smarter, as you said, smarter computers. So the whole idea is to make the whole journey, or the whole travel smart, mm. right? That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. And I think like, oh, I'm looking at the time. We're going to have to wrap up soon. It's been great to, um, yeah, I guess hear more in depth of what you've been up to. For me, the sheer effort behind the digitization of the transport network is very impressive. And I imagine was a significant part of, you know, I might use an app, but the the whole digitization which was required behind it is a huge, huge feat, right? Absolutely, because, you know, I mean, if you see the other, uh, you know, apps also, you know, why most of the major apps, like you have, you know, 50s of, you know, multimodal transit apps across the world, but you will find hardly any in India. Why is that? It is because, you know, we don't have open data policy here. That is something which is right now in the making. This government was working on that. And I'm not sure about the timeline when, when that is actually going to come. And the data is not as fragmented. There most of the places, it's not even there. So you have to basically go there, create your own data. You have to sit with the team, you know, get the data done, get it verified, put it on the app. And it is a continuous, consistent process, right? So, you know, from the fact that you have to create the data, you have to vet it because whatever you give on the platform, the user is use it, right? I mean, his maybe he's going for an interview and trusting you and the app that, okay, the bus is going to come at 10 o'clock. He, he starts from his home at 9.30 and whatever the bus comes at 11. So it's a very responsible yeah. thing that you had, you're working at that point of time. You have to be very, 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 very sure. Especially, and the, the challenge has been that when nothing is there, then you have to start from scratch, right? Mm. And that is the reason it took seven years to basically reach wherever we have reached right now. Mm. But yeah, I mean, no, no, uh, I would say, I don't have any regrets of that. I mean, I always say that, you know, being the first mover have, has its own ups, upsides and downsides as well. I mean, when you're doing it, you should do it the right way. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, um, I, I do want to just, move to the future now we might have to do some kind of tweetable answers some short um short answers but yeah really keen from your perspective to understand yeah like what are the future trends that you think people aren't talking about enough uh so definitely ev has been there there's a lot of question uh you know there's a lot of buzz i would say about making the whole thing green and i absolutely go with it uh, coming from the Indian perspective of the mass consumers and the mass users of the public transport, I think uh, there has been a missing link of, you know, uh, how to make them understand the importance of it, right? Uh, that, you know, when you say green, what exactly it is and how are they impacting it? Because I think unless until a person understands, right, uh, that this is the impact of a small act of taking a public transport is, is basically, you know, happening the more motivated he will be, you know, to basically use that. So right now, the aim of Timok is not only to solve this problem, but also to make the users understand that missing link that, hey, by using public transport, how are you supporting sustainability? How are you supporting the reduction of carbon emissions, right? How are you planting more trees? How are you making the environment greener, right? Wouldn't that be amazing? So this is exactly, you know, what uh, we feel are the trends and absolutely looking forward to it. 
keeping our eyes and ears open to make sure that you know, we are able to take this message right across the masses so where to next for smart communities so as i already mentioned to you that you know we already have our patent granted for india we have just now filed it for uh, us uh, north and south america canada uh, europe and australia and uh, yeah absolutely uh, looking forward to spread uh, the single ticketing across the different countries of the world so mm-hmm. this is the and for that we definitely want to to have the the tech approved and supported and that is what we have started with so yeah i mean as soon as the approvals come we will be more than happy to start working and basically spreading the same intent of single ticketing with green commuting across the different parts of the world yeah that's the next step well it's been so great to chat with you malaysia i've i've really been looking forward to this conversation thanks so much for sharing so much about what you've been up to and congratulations on everything that you've achieved and will continue to achieve because i know that you're a powerhouse and the team is working really hard to bring this to scale so yeah it's been absolutely amazing to chat with you today yeah so thanks for coming on to the podcast absolutely zoe the i would say the pleasure is all mine you know thank you so much for having us there and you know basically as they always say that you know i mean whatever you're doing if you don't basically put out there how will it really reach the masses of the work that you're doing mm. right so that's exactly why i'm here and and i'm sure and assured that you know the message will go right to the people of the work that kimog is trying to do and uh, thank you so much for you know being the medium to do that looking forward to have you here and basically to host you here in our country and yes. show you show you some of the places around <laughs> that would yeah. be awesome um just one last question how can people connect with you so uh yeah i mean i am available on linkedin uh, i'm available on instagram as well uh, it's munali shakur so yeah please feel free to reach up reach, reach out to me um you know most of all my details are there available as well i'm on twitter too you know so these are the three major places where i am kind of active i try to because you know i'm here heading growth and marketing so i have to be in touch with what exactly is happening on the social media and all those aspects as well So yeah I mean these are the places you can always find me and I'm very quick to revert if in case I'm delaying there there has to be some reason behind it otherwise most of the times you'll find me right on point yeah excellent thank you again so much yeah we'll put all the links in the show notes people can click away and find you and you know have a chat with you it seems which is great um people love to reach out and I think yeah it's a really a nice community i suppose and and thinking about how we can all improve and move forward so it's it's, it's awesome thank you so much the smart community podcast is brought to you by my smart community if you're trying to deal with disruption not sure what technologies to buy need to facilitate genuine collaboration then we can help email hello at mysmart.community or head to www.mysmart.community/consulting. Thanks so much for listening to the Smart Community podcast. Show notes for this episode and all other episodes are available on our website, mysmart.community/podcast. If you have any questions for us or any of our guests, you can email hello at mysmart.community. You can also find us on the socials. We are on LinkedIn and Twitter at smartcomhq. That's com with two m's. 
If you are enjoying the podcast, please hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we would love for you to leave us a rating and review at wherever you listen. This really helps us reach more ears and eyes. So thank you for your support. As always, we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. The Smart Community Podcast is what you're looking for.